Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. June 27, 365 Dao, Day 178, Childhood. No, no, no. This ruins a child. Children are one of the most precious aspects of life, and yet they often are mistreated and abused. If you are a parent, your most important task is to raise your child with as little trauma as possible. Firmness, consistency, and patience are essential. There will undoubtedly be times when you have to correct a child to prevent mistakes and bad habits. However, when it comes to a child's curiosity, individuality, or initiative, there should never be any discouragement. In that sense, it is wrong to say no. There is a legend about a thief who stole into heaven and took the peaches that gave immortality. He returned to earth and was about to eat them when he chanced upon two little boys. Taken with their intelligence, he asked them riddle after riddle about the deepest meanings of life, and they answered with laughing ease. The thief decided to share his peaches with the boys, and they all became immortal. If the boys had had their curiosity killed early in life, could they have answered well? If a thief could be kind to children, can't the rest of us be too? And if the children never had opportunity, could they have become immortal? Day 178 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing, for June 27. Today's quote, A good scare is worth more to a man than good advice. Ed Howe, 1858-1929 When you look back on our days of wine and roses, many of us recall that someone cared enough to confront or warn us early in our addiction. Many of us either rejected the advice emphatically or told the person that we agreed and we were committed to change, someday, but not today. So what precipitated making the move to seriously consider recovery? Was it a good scare? In recovery, a more contented life would include more proactive and less reactive motivation. We don't want to stay in the habit of waiting on everything until it's an emergency. Do we file our taxes on time 
or wait for a foreboding letter? If we own a car, do we get the brakes done at the first sound of wear, or not until the car skids to a halt, barely averting an accident? There is a cost to procrastination. With taxes and bills, there can be penalties. With car or home repair, the costs of neglect may be more substantial than a financial slap on the wrist. What is the emotional toll of ruminating about these things without taking action, and what self-talk do we inflict upon ourselves? Do we should all over the place? Are we rebelling against routine or authority like a child does? Are we overextended, neglecting or avoiding our own or someone else's good advice? Persistent unmanageability that follows us through recovery could be a symptom of emotional problems in the same way liver enlargement could be a sign that someone is drinking too much. A chaotic life is a tiring life. It's more work than living with order. Is this unmanageability a smokescreen masking repressed hurt, regret, or grief? Things we'd rather not think about at all? We write these things off as lazy when, in truth, they are way more work. So it's worth asking the question of what's going on if unmanageability persists in recovery. How unmanageable is my life today? What are the underlying issues? What's one thing I can commit to doing that will help make my life more manageable? Am I waiting for a good scare? Do I feel more integral when I do what needs to be done every day? June 27th.